I'm Emma G. Rose. I'm Shell Shearer. We're indie authors. And this is Indie Book Talk. Hello and welcome back to Indie Book Talk. Today we have overcome mighty technical challenges to bring you Jimmy Craig, who is the author slash artist creator, pick a word, of Are You Gonna Eat That? The Essential Collection of They Can Talk Comics. Jimmy, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to talk to you because I've seen your comics out in the world and I think it's super cool that you have compiled them into a book for us to enjoy. So those who have not seen these yet, you should go check them out because they're basically talking animals doing um, amazing and hilarious things. And uh, we all love animals here on the show. So Shelly, do you have a comment about the animals? I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> so first show us the cover. Because <laughs> the cover shows a dog. <laughs> so is this about all animals or are we just talking dogs here it's a collection of comic strips about like all sorts of animals a lot of cat and dog ones but we got chameleons there's a possum in there Aww. cheetah gazelle there's cats and dogs uh, i would say cats and dogs are the most recurring ones along with squirrels and birds in order Cats, dogs, squirrels, <laughs> birds. But yeah, it's really any animal. And they talk. Yeah, it's a, it's a collection of uh, comic strips that I've been doing for about seven years now. That's awesome. I told him right before we started recording, I appreciated the word because my dog had just eaten my dinner. Oh, no. So I, I was on board with the title. <laughs> so you said you've been you've been working on these for seven or eight years. So does this book encompass all the work of all those years or did you winnow it down to your favorites? Yeah, it's just a favorite. So it's around, so I've probably done to date over 400 comics and this book is about 130. So it's like fan favorites plus my favorites, but pretty much it's like just the the most popular ones out of the last seven years. A uh, greatest hits, really, yeah. So has this been a web series? Yes. Started as a Tumblr, then Facebook and Instagram. Mm. And Mm. now I also publish on an app called Tiny View. Yep. Started as a humble blog and then it really blew up. What got you started with comics? Were you that kid who was like pulling out the Sunday insert or was there an artist that you were super into? Both. I mean... It started with Calvin and Hobbes and the far side, probably like when I was around seven years old, but definitely Sunday comics were huge. I'd say earliest influences were Calvin and Hobbes and the far side. Mother Goose and Grimm was a big one for in the Sunday paper for me. Sunday was the best because, you know, they were all in color Mm -hmm. and Monty. Monty was the one I liked the most, like through high school. Yeah, that's a, that's a great series. And for your own work, what would you, what would you compare it to? I think I just naturally have like similar sensibilities to Gary Larson in the far side, but I base my comics somewhat in reality. So I'm not having like far side. I'll have cows standing up and talking and like my animals are just trying to actually 
say what these animals could be saying. Again, somewhat based in reality, but just the mm-hmm. tone of the humor, I think, is somewhat similar to the far side. I'm not going to say that my stuff is is as good as his, but that's probably the most common comparison I get. Is it's very Larson esque, is what people I, people have told me. Nice. I'm still like Calvin and Hobbes is my all time favorite by far, but I definitely don't write in that style. When did you start illustrating? I've just been drawing forever. Like always drawing in class. Always loved art class. I went to school initially for fine arts. I switched to an English major to kind of focus on writing more than art. But art's always been a part of my life, you know, for as long as I can remember. And why did you decide now was the time to do a book after seven or eight years of working on this comic? I finally had a deep enough catalog. You know, you can't do like a greatest hits album after only having one album, like if you're a musician, but I felt <laughs> I had enough comics that I could, I could create a collection that I feel like, you know, I had my greatest hits ready. So it took a bit of time, but I feel seven years, it was probably like six months maybe to put the book together. But at that point I had around seven years worth of comics and I feel like I have the collection that I was like striving for when I first started the comic. Nice. That's a good feeling. It is, definitely. So did you choose them based on reader feedback, your own personal favorites, or what did you use as your deciding? Yeah, most of them are just the ones that that were the most popular online. I think it's really interesting how if one does well on Instagram, it will do well on Facebook, it will do well on Tumblr. Like, I guess I get that response very quickly, that confirmation whether or not it's good or whether or not people really like it. So it was kind of easy to go through my comics and pick out the ones that like, okay, this is one that people really responded to well. So it was really primarily audience feedback that it was my choice. No, I mean, that's good. Take the most popular things and and provide it to to more audience. That's great. Are you hoping that this is a way to introduce new people to the work? Or are you expecting that it's going to be, oh, your big fans are going to buy this book and, you know, want to have it on their coffee table or something? I think that the book is super accessible to anyone. Like you pick this up in a store and you can just instantly get the humor. And, you know, if you like animals, I think Mm -hmm. you'll instantly connect to it. And I think best case scenario, it's for new people. But realistically, I think the first wave of people that get it is primarily people that follow me on social media. It is in stores now, so you can get it at your local bookstore. And I I really hope that that new readers find it there. Again, best case scenario. And it makes a great gift. Just saying. It really does. That's really <laughs> like uh, primarily like I sell I sell prints too, and it's November is huge huge for Christmas gifts. That's for sure. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about your publisher because I'm curious. It's Ulysses Press that you're published through. Do they do primarily comic strip books, or was this like a new thing for them? I think they primarily do gift books and like cookbooks and not these books. But I think a lot of what they do are gift books, mm-hmm. which is a nice segue into what we we're just talking about, because I do think this fits in that category. 
Um, but I also think that's kind of unique about my comics is they are, you know, they're standalone. It's not part of a series as far as like continuing story or anything like that. So that's why I think it is especially suited for like a gift book. And um, that is what Ulysses Press, I think, specializes in. Not comics, but gift books. So as this was your greatest hits to date. Greatest hits to date. Yes. The book is probably finished over six months ago. So anything you see on my site in the last half a year, a year or so is not in the book. The other thing was a publisher. I went through a, an agent, through my agent. I, you know, the book went out and then Ulysses was interested. And thankfully that all worked out. So I was asking a longer question, but then I heard Emma speak. So we're having a little bit of a lag here. So I'm now telling her what I'm about to ask a question to make this a little bit easier. <laughs> so as this is your greatest hits, are you hoping to now do another one and like do new material? Or are you going to like maybe do another secondary second greatest hits? What is your plans for the future now that you've put one out there? I still publish the comic weekly. So I do two comics a week and uh, I have no intentions of stopping that. The comic has still grown. Even since the book was, was finished, the book, the comic continues to grow like exponentially find a bigger and bigger audience. So I think the next thing on the list is doing a daily calendar. Nice. Um, and then I'm not, I'm definitely not in a rush to do another book, but I think that if I stick with the comic, with the comic, another five 10 years, there's a potential to do a refresh of the book where add in whatever those new greatest hits ones are. But yeah, I definitely see that happening at some point, but n not in any rush by any means. I thought of something funny. When Shelly said uh, the second book of greatest hits, then I was thinking like, yeah, these are like slightly less great hits, but they're still great. And then you can just keep going until you're like, and these are the ones I hate. <laughs> Yeah. It's funny because Calvin and Hobbes basically did that. They're like, they have the essential collection. I have them all right here. So they're like, uh, oh, the essential Calvin and Hobbes, the indispensable Calvin and Hobbes, and the authoritative Calvin and Hobbes. Like, he just had so many greatest mm -hmm. hits collections that he had to keep coming up with creative names for them. I see. I feel like authoritative feels like you're telling me what to like, whereas essential is like, no, really, you need these. So. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I might have stolen the idea for calling them the essential collection from Calvin and Hobbes, but that's not stealing. That's an homage. Yes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so you're publishing a comic a week, two comics a week. How long does it take you to do this? I do a comic in about two hours. So I do one a week that's like on Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, on my site, theycantalk.com. And then I do a separate exclusive one for Tiny View, which is like a comics app that has like Gemma Carell, Foul Language, Cyanide and Happiness. It just has like a collection of cartoonists on there. Um, that, and I do a weekly one for them as well. So I'm curious, writers get writer's block. If you're continuously publishing two a week, even one a week. Do you have a storehouse of the ones to push out for those weeks? Like you have the flu. I mean, what do you do when you, you just don't have the, the ability to get one written up? Yeah. 
It, it definitely happens. And it's just like something I think has really helped me is I stick to the schedule. I always say it's like a self-imposed deadline. Like no one's going to do anything if I don't publish one, but I've just stuck with it for seven years. And I like, if I don't have an idea, I'll sit down and I'm like, I'm doing a comic now for better or for worse. But usually by the time I sit down, I'll have very loose notes. Like I'll have some basis to go off of. Mm -hmm. So I'm not fumbling in the dark. Sometimes that does happen. But again, for better or worse, I do write one regardless if I particular inspired or not. I think that's really good practice because it's easy to be stuck in a block when you're not sitting at your desk. But when it's like, okay, this is the time and we're going to write something or draw something, whether we want to or not, it's amazing what your brain will come up with just to get you out of that situation. Yeah. I always have to be very deliberate about coming up with an idea too. I think a lot of people assume that people get ideas just like being out. Maybe people do. I don't. I don't just have ideas pop in my head as I'm going out and getting coffee or something like that. It always has to be very deliberate, sitting down, time to write a comic, and then I come up with it. So we keep talking about the animals, right? You've got dogs and cats and birds and squirrels. Do you have pets? And if so, do you just stare at them and be like, do something funny so I can draw a comic? (laughs) Oh, yeah, totally. I have two cats. I'm trying to think. I had a recent one where it was like it was directly inspired by my cat. (laughs) <laughs> I looked to my one of my cats for inspiration and she gave me an idea. Good job, cat. Um, but Aww. I have two cats that are like, yeah. I mean, they, they get a, a warm house and food and, and love in return for an, an, yeah, for an idea here and there. But I have two cats that are like complete opposite. Between the two of them, I have my, my cat ideas covered. I'll send you dogs any day. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, though, I I am a a dog person. I grew up with a dog 14 years. I love dogs, but I married a cat person. Ah, the age-old divider, cat person versus dog person. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That was such a silly thing for me to say. Okay, um, (laughs) I've distracted myself. (laughs) I'm sorry. I, because we're having so many technical issues and I really want to make sure that people get the the name of the book and go get it. I'm going to repeat that the title is called, Are You Going to Eat That? The Essential Collection of They Can Talk Comics. It's from Ulysses Press. It's out right now. And, and we have the book. If you are watching this at this moment, on YouTube, you can see the cover of the book. If you're not watching this at this moment on YouTube, go do that because you could see the cover of the book and also the collection of Calvin and Hobbes comics in the background. They're there. I can see them. Uh, if people want to check in on your your latest comic, where can they find you on the internet? Theycantalk.com always, is always updated. Tiny View I ha- has exclusive comics. Instagram, Facebook, those are the primary ones. Just search They Can Talk and you should have no problem finding it. All right. And we will link those in the description as well. Thank you so much, Jimmy, for bearing with us through our technology glitches. Hopefully by the time this goes out to our listeners, they won't even know it happened except that I mentioned it. But <laughs> we are so glad that you were able to be on the show. And everyone, go check out some comics because they're really funny. And not just because they're about animals. Legitimately very funny. Thank you.